Welcome to our latest podcast, once again based on the Morcomology series by local historian Peter Wade, and this time looking at the connections to Morecambe of two of history's famous liners, and one's linked to the infamous Titanic. A tale of two liners, Morcomology number 34. In May 1914, an ocean liner steamed into Morecambe Bay to drop anchor for the last time alongside the stone jetty. She was the SS Majestic, come to be broken up at Thomas W. Ward Shipbreakers. Her story had begun a quarter of a century before at Harland and Wolfe Shipyard in Belfast, alongside her sister ship, the Teutonic, both destined for the White Star Line. The Majestic's maiden voyage from Liverpool to New York came in April 1890, with room on board for around 1,500 passengers. In a varied career, she held the Blue Ribbon for a time, with a record-breaking Atlantic crossing of five days, 18 hours and 8 minutes. She was also a troop ship carrying soldiers to South Africa during the Boer War. In 1907, she was switched from Liverpool to Southampton and then retired in 1911. In April 1912, the Majestic was unexpectedly brought back into service following the sinking of the Titanic on her infamous maiden voyage. In fact, the Majestic had several Titanic connections. Both had been built at Harland and Wolfe, and both had been under the command of Captain Edward John Smith. The Majestic went on to rescue the French schooner Garonne in October 1913, and her final transatlantic run was in January 1914. She was sold to ward shipbreakers in Morecambe for £26,700, becoming popular with holdingmakers and often appearing in the background of seaside postcards. She was opened up for public tours and much was made of Captain Smith's connection with ship's logs and other documents signed by him put on show. It was also possible to buy your own souvenirs of the liner. The wood panelling went towards head office in Sheffield. Though the Majestic ended her days in Morecambe, her name lived on. One of three German superliners belonging to the Hamburg-America line, the Bismarck was unfinished at the start of the Great War. Afterwards, she was sold to the White Star Line, renamed Majestic, and set to work alongside Olympic, sister ship to the ill-fated Titanic. Later, she was again renamed, this time as Caledonia, finally being scrapped in 1943. The second liner with Morecambe connections is the Berengaria, flagship of the Cunard Line and at the time of her launch in 1912 the largest ship in the world. However, she didn't start out as the Berengaria. Instead, she was the Imperator, a German ship owned by the Hamburg-America Line. After the Great War, the Imperator was seized under post-war reparation and handed over to Cunard as compensation for another ship, the Lusitania. On the Southampton to New York run, the Berengaria became part of Cunard's express service alongside the Mauritania and the Aquitania. In 1938, the Berengaria suffered a fire in New York Harbour. She was returned to the UK and scrapped at Jarrow, her fixtures and fittings being auctioned in 1939. At the auction was Harry Camier, who bought items from the Berengaria and another liner, the Leviathan, 
for his new holiday camp at Middleton Tower. They were used in the camp's main building, set out as a ship's superstructure complete with porthole windows, flagpole and a funnel in Cunard's red and black colours. However, opening barely a month from the outbreak of war meant that the holiday camp's immediate future was limited. After the war, the camp was reopened, preserving its Berengaria connection and advertising itself with the promise of cruising on land. The Cunard funnel and liner superstructure were still there in adverts for Pontins Middleton Tower holiday camp some 30 years later. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of our podcast based on the Morecambology series written by Peter Wade and featured weekly by Lancaster Civic Vision on our webpage at www.lancastercivicsociety.uk and then click the tab blog and news.